Sunday Stories is a podcast presentation of Christ Episcopal Church North Hills in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Hello, welcome to Sunday Stories. My name is Deacon Lorena, and I love to share good stories with you. Have you ever seen a magic trick? For instance, a friend comes to you with a box of crayons and says, Choose any crayon you want and then place it in my hand. The box of crayons and both his hands are behind him, so he can't see anything. You choose a crayon and put it into one of the hands behind his back. Your friend turns to face you, waves the hand not holding the crayon across your face to read your mind, and then tells you exactly what color crayon you chose. You are amazed. Did he really read your mind? Or is this a trick? Well, it is a trick, and the way it works is through a technique called sleight of hand, which means your friend uses his hands in a quick and clever way to trick you into thinking he can read your mind to figure out which color crayon you chose. Playing tricks like this can be fun to do, and even more fun to figure out. St. Patrick's Day is coming up soon. A fun time to pretend to be naughty leprechauns and play tricks on each other. Then just a few weeks later, we can play even more tricks and jokes on April Fool's Day. These special days are set aside to play jokes and silly tricks on each other in fun ways. But there are people who play tricks all the time, giving them a reputation for being untrustworthy. People like Herod, in today's Gospel from St. Luke, who trick and fool people into thinking they care about them, but when really all they care about is themselves. Herod often says one thing, then turns around and does something else in order to get what he wants. Over time, people began to realize that Herod is not to be trusted, that he is not a noble leader, and that, in fact, he is dangerous. In today's Gospel from St. Luke, Jesus calls Herod a fox. Jesus knows that Herod will say one thing and then do another, that Herod will fool people into trusting him just so he can get what he wants. Just like Tricky Fox in today's Sunday story, who bets his brother that he can fool any human into giving him what he wants. I'll eat my hat if you can, his brother says. And so, Tricky Fox sets out to win his bet. Let's listen to today's Sunday story. The Tale of Tricky Fox, retold by Jim Aylesworth. Once upon a time, began the kindly teacher, in woods that aren't so very far away. Tricky Fox was bragging to his brother, Brother Fox. Stealing chickens is too easy, said Tricky Fox. I'm going to get me a fat pig. 
I'll eat my hat if you do, said Brother Fox. There ain't no fox in these whole wide woods that can even carry a fat pig. I could, said Tricky Fox. If I was to fool a human into putting one into a sack for me, I could. I'll show you. And Tricky Fox, he picked up his sack and he ran off into the woods. Tricky Fox ran and he ran and he kept on running until just before it started getting dark. Then he stopped and he picked up a little piece of log and put it into his sack. Then he knocked on the door of a nearby cottage. When a lady opened the door, Tricky Fox hunched over like he was feeble and in a rickety voice he said, I'm on my way to Bonnie Bunny Bay. The night grows cold and I'm too old. Please let me stay. The lady felt sorry for him and she said, Okay, I'll let you stay, but no tricks. Oh no, said Tricky Fox. I'm worn out. I can't think of anything but curling up in front of your fire. I'm just worried about my sack is all. I don't like for anyone to look in it. And I'm too tired to guard it. Don't worry, said the lady. Leave it with me. I won't look in your sack. I know you won't, grinned Tricky Fox. And he handed her his sack and pretended to fall asleep. But before the lady went to bed, she couldn't resist a quick peek into that sack, even though she said she wouldn't. Just a piece of log, she said to herself. Then she blew out the light, pulled up her covers, and fell asleep. Pretty soon, Tricky Fox heard her snoring. Quiet, 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 he went over, tippy-toe, tippy-toe, pulled out that piece of log and put it on the fire. Then he went to sleep, sure enough. In the morning, Tricky Fox held up his empty sack and he said, What happened to my loaf of bread? You didn't have a... The lady began to say, and then she stopped herself, remembering that she wasn't supposed to know what was in that sack. I don't rightly know, she said, too embarrassed to admit the truth. Must have been the mice. I'll give you a loaf of mine. And she opened her bread box and put a loaf of her bread into Tricky Fox's sack. Thank you very kindly, said Tricky Fox. And he took the sack and ran off into the woods. And as he ran, he sang this sassy song. I'm so clever, tee-hee-hee, trick-trick-tricky, yes siree. Snap your fingers, slap your knee. Human folks ain't smart like me. All day long, Tricky Fox, he hung out in the woods until just before it started getting dark again. Then he knocked on the door of another nearby cottage. A lady opened the door, and Tricky Fox hunched over, and in a rickety voice he said, I'm on my way to Bonnie Bunny Bay. The night grows cold, and I'm so old. Please let me stay. This lady felt sorry for him, too, and she said, Okay, I'll let you stay, 
but no tricks. Oh, no, said Tricky Fox. I'm just worried about my sack is all. I don't like for anyone to look in it, and I'm too tired to guard it. Don't worry, said the lady. Just leave it with me. I won't look in it. But even so, this lady couldn't resist a quick peek into that sack either. Just a loaf of bread, she said to herself, and she went to sleep. When Tricky Fox heard her snoring, quiet, 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 he went over, tippy-toe, tippy-toe, took out his loaf of bread, and he gobbled down the whole thing. Then he went to sleep, sure enough. The next morning, Tricky Fox held up his empty sack, and he said, What happened to my chicken? You didn't have a... The lady began, and then she stopped herself, remembering that she wasn't supposed to know what was in the sack. I don't rightly know, said the lady, too embarrassed to admit the truth. It must have flown out the window. I'll give you one of mine. And she took the sack and headed out to her hen house. When she was gone, Tricky Fox, he danced around and he laughed and he sang his sassy song. I'm so clever, tee hee hee, trick trick tricky, yes siree, snap your fingers, slap your knee, human folks ain't smart like me. And when she came back, Tricky Fox took the sack and then he ran off with it. All day long, Tricky Fox hung out in the woods until just before it started getting dark again. Then he knocked on the door of another nearby cottage. A lady came to the door, and Tricky Fox hunched over, and in a rickety voice, he said, I'm on my way to Bonnie Bunny Bay. The night grows cold, and I'm so old. Please let me stay. This lady felt sorry for him, too, and she said, Okay, I'll let you stay, but no tricks. Oh, no, said Tricky Fox. I'm just worried about my sack is all. I don't like for anyone to look in it, and I'm too tired to guard it. Don't worry, said the lady. Just leave it with me. I won't look in it. But this lady couldn't resist a little peek either. Just a chicken, she said to herself, and she went to sleep. And just as it had happened before, when Tricky Fox heard her snoring, he went over, quiet, 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 tippy-toe, tippy-toe, and he took out that chicken, and he let it loose. In the morning, Tricky Fox held up his sack, and he said, What's happened to my pig? You didn't have a... The lady began to say, and then she stopped herself, remembering that she wasn't supposed to know what was in that sack. I don't rightly know, she said, too embarrassed to admit the truth. Must have slipped out the door. I'll give you one of mine. And she took Tricky Fox's sack, and she headed out to her pig pen. When she was gone, Tricky Fox danced around, and he laughed, and he laughed, and he sang his sassy song. I'm so clever, tee-hee-hee, trick-trick-tricky, yes siree, snap your fingers, slap your knee, human folks ain't smart like me. But Tricky Fox hadn't counted on one important thing, and that was that this particular lady was a teacher. 
And Tricky Fox didn't know that teachers are not so easy to fool as regular humans are. And this lady had gotten suspicious. And she'd come around the side of her house and she'd watched through the window as Tricky Fox danced and laughed and sang that sassy song of his. That rascal, she said to herself. I'll fix him. And instead of going over to her pig pen, she went over to her dog house. And instead of putting a pig into Tricky Fox's sack, she put in her bulldog. And then she brought it back and Tricky Fox hefted it onto his shoulder and ran off. When Tricky Fox got home, Brother Fox was waiting for him. And when Brother Fox saw that sack, which looked it for all the world like there was a fat pig inside of it, he sadly took off his hat. And true to his word, he began biting and chewing and biting and chewing until it was gone. Then Tricky Fox untied the sack and to their sorry surprise, out jumped that lady's bulldog. And that bulldog he bit him low and he bit him high and he made the fur just fly, fly, fly. And then he chased him off into the woods. And because of what happened that day, said the teacher, every fox in the woods has learned a lesson. And because of what happened, every fox in the woods has been much more respectful of humans. And because of what happened, you never hear foxes singing sassy songs. And because of what happened, you never, ever see one wearing a hat. Tricky Fox says one thing and does another, doesn't he? He knows that humans are curious, so he tricks them into looking into the sack and then tricks them into giving him what he wants. He is very clever. He says one thing and then does another. Tricky Fox uses his hands and his words in quick and clever ways to trick the ladies into giving him what he wants. But then, who catches on to his tricks? The teacher. Maybe it's because she has more experience with tricksters. She isn't fooled like the other ladies. She's on to the Tricky Fox and decides to play a trick of her own. Jesus also has experience with tricksters like the dangerous Herod and is not fooled by him. Jesus is not afraid of him either. The Pharisees, who also have tried many times to trick Jesus with difficult questions, now warn Jesus that Herod wants to get rid of him once and for all. Jesus and the disciples are just outside the city of Jerusalem. They have been traveling around the countryside of Galilee for a long time. Large crowds come to hear Jesus preach and teach, or to bring people who are sick to be healed by him. All the while, Jesus has been determined that he will go to Jerusalem. Now they are just outside the city's walls. Go away from Jerusalem. Herod wants to kill you, the Pharisees tell Jesus. But Jesus answers, Tell that sly fox, Herod, that I will be teaching and healing for three days, and then I'll come into the city. Unlike Herod, who will say anything to get what he wants, 
Jesus means what he says and says what he means. Jesus follows through on his promises, which are God's promises. He will go to Jerusalem to fulfill God's promise, to destroy death, to redeem us, to return us to God. In today's Sunday story, Tricky Fox is more like Herod in that he wants to get what he wants, which is to win the bet with his brother. His tricks work well until he meets the teacher. Sometimes we trick or fool other people to get what we want, too. But Jesus never uses tricks. He cares about us too much. He wants us to give up our tricky, foolish, foxy ways, but knows how difficult this can be. Even though we often want what we want more than we want to trust in Him, Jesus does what He says He will do. Jesus turns away from the Pharisees and looks at the city of Jerusalem and says, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you kill God's prophets. So many times I have wanted to gather you safely like a hen gathers her chicks under her wings when danger is near. Jesus is like the mother hen who will protect her chicks no matter what, even if it means giving up her own life. Jesus is like the loving mother bird who will protect her children from the powers of death, who will spread her wings wide over them all. Let us pray. Gracious Lord Jesus, on this second Sunday of Lent, we remember that nothing stops you from going to Jerusalem. Not even dangerous Herod has the power to stop you from keeping God's promise. Help us to turn from our tricky, foolish, foxy ways. Gather us under the shelter of your wings and always hold us close. In your name we pray. Amen. Sunday Stories is a podcast presentation of Christ Episcopal Church North Hills in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania.